Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Try not to rant too much today. I've been ranting all day, so I suppose I might be actually a bit worn out. We're going back to talking about stress. In the last two programs, we were talking about, well, the first program was stress um, connected to health, living conditions, surroundings you're living in. And last week, we were talking about stress as far as monetary, economics, um, and again, outside forces which up to a point you don't have any control over like when your mortgage goes up you don't have any control over that i.e the the interest rates things like that or you're being made redundant that is causing stress that's an outside force however on the downside that you go and spend your money on the credit card and you don't know how to pay it back because you know perfectly well there isn't any money there that's self-inflicted so that is what we were sort of speaking about in the last two um, programs. And um, I was just going to talk today about stress and what we do about it, what we can do about it, because obviously stress is really, really bad for the body, for 
the mental well-being but also the physical well-being and those it affects those people around us because we're well certainly when I'm stressed I'm a lot more ratty um, and uh, weather doesn't help I mean we've had a glorious day today here in jolly old rural Norfolk brilliant sunshine quite cold um, temperatures not yet but it's definitely spring. Spring is coming. Spring has sprung almost. Um, and there is this wonderful promise of a lovely time ahead. Next week is Easter, which is going to be wonderful too. And uh, we'll be talking about um, food at Easter, etc. So that'll be interesting, hopefully. And uh, yes, so we want to be de-stressed. We want to go into those Easter holidays chilled, relaxed, or at least use those Easter holidays, those days we've got off, for those who have got some time off, others like myself are going to work, but um, well, we still deserve some de-stressing and some relaxation, which is really important. And I think everybody realizes when they've had a good night's sleep, for example, you're much better you can cope with a lot of things you know the kids screaming the traffic being horrible your mother nagging whatever um you can cope with that a lot better than uh if you were just you know plodding along running from a to b um and trying to solve everything sort of being uh we have this lovely english saying jack of all trades master of none and in the end, also getting yourself in a complete pickle. So what can we do for stress? Breathing, deep breathing, lots of deep breaths. Now your natural breathing pattern or rhythm is actually 8484. And uh, those of the listeners who are doing yoga and certainly my yoga class, hello everybody, particularly Jane, who takes the class when I'm not around, will know this very well because I get them to do it all the time. And you breathe in for the count of eight, uh, one and two and three, you get the idea. You hold your breath for the count of four and you breathe out to the count of eight and then you hold your breath out for four. And ideally you want to actually tense your pelvic floor muscles at the same time. And then you let go again and breathe in for eight, you hold for four, you breathe out for eight, and you hold for four. And that is a really relaxing breath, actually. And it is our natural breath, which is really important because most of the time, when I, most patients, I mean, I, I saw a new patient today, and the breathing is, if you think the lungs actually start just below your collarbones, your clavicles. And then it goes just, they go just underneath the last ribs. Those are the floating ribs. That's, those are the ribs that are not attached to the sternum anymore. This is how big your, you know, all, all the side up to the side as well, obviously. This is how big your ribs are. Um, I mean, your, your lungs are. Um, the majority of it is protected by the rib cage, by the ribs. But actually, the, the little bit underneath that's free is, is still lung you know so it's quite a big uh organ to fill with oxygen uh and all our mixer i mean ideally with lots of 
nice and healthy air, but um, yes, unfortunately, sometimes pollution and cities, etc. So you need to really breathe in deeply and try and fill all that from your collarbone right down past your ribs. The majority of people actually just breathe with the top, I should think, quarter of your lungs. So you're actually shallow breathing, um, which is, if you've seen somebody hyperventilate, um, they only use the, the top quarter of the lungs. And hence, they don't get enough oxygen into the system. And also, we're so used to saying when, when you trying a nice pair of tight trousers or tight skirt or something you're saying breathe in well actually no you shouldn't breathe in you should breathe out because that's when your stomach should be flattened if you're breathing properly and you breathe in your stomach expands so you're not going to fit in there are you however having said that might look good might look incredibly sexy but probably pretty unhealthy because it'll force you to to breathe only with part of your lungs not your whole you know and as i said there is a lot of air to go in there from from the top of the collarbone down down to the bottom past the rib cage um that having said that there is a fantastic actual breathing exercise if you can't sleep it's a little bit like meditation it's very meditative I, I like it and I do it every night when I also do my little chants lucky that most people don't sleep with me isn't it so if I'm there doing my meditation chanting away happily uh, but childish I suppose really or at least that's what my other half says right so breathing exercise, which is really, really relaxing. You can do it, of course, anytime. You can do it first thing in the morning. You can do it during the day if you have it the chance. And when things get really, really tough and really excitable and really stressed, take two minutes, say, fine, I'll be out for the next 10, 20 minutes. I'll be back. And then that's fine. The world is going to carry on and nothing major is going to happen if you do that. The only thing that might not happen is you might not lose it. You might not lose your cool. You might not fight. You will actually come back refreshed. And um, the problem that was there before might actually turn out to be a complete molehill rather than a mountain. Right. So what do you do? Um, we, you lie down um, either in bed or, or on a sofa or something and get yourself a hot water bottle, wrap it in a small towel and put it onto your tummy or your abdomen and then take uh, something heavy like a brick or a heavy book, Shakespeare's completed works or the Bible or something, that's really good and place that on top of the water, hot water bottle and then you put your left hand on top of the book or the brick and your right hand on top of the left hand. That way you're actually closing the physical electrical circuit we all have as, as humans. Everything has, has frequencies, electrical circuits and this way we close it so we are not opening for new open for new impulses but we are also not giving away any energy either so the energy is circulating within us for us and then you just breathe slowly 
And as you breathe in, uh, don't forget what I said before, the whole pile rises because your stomach extends. And as you breathe out, the stomach contracts and everything lowers. The idea of the weight is that um, it forces you to actually breathe in properly and concentrate on the in-breath. And it helps you to exhale, i.e. breathe out properly and really breathe out so that there is no stagnant air left. You really breathe in and expand and get this healthy oxygen in. And as you breathe out, everything just goes out, all the yuck of the day, whatever. And uh, to my yoga class, I do do say one of the things I love is as you breathe in, imagine this golden ray, just everything you're surrounded by gold and all this gold is coming into you right down to your toes, the tip of your toes. And as you breathe out all the junk, everything toxic and everything sil turns silver. And as you breathe out, this silver comes out and leaves you, you give it off, you, you eject it. So it's really nice breathing in for eight, this gold right down to the tips, holding it to make sure this gold infuses your whole body. And then as you breathe out for eight, you the color changes, it's silver, the cold comes out with all the toxins. And as you hold the last bit, actually, you, you sort of squeeze the last bit out of yourself, which is wonderful. And as you get into the rhythm, you calm down and the endorphins, the, the happy hormones start kicking in. And as I said, you know, after five, ten minutes, that mountain is reduced to a molehill and the elephant to a mouse, which is great. However, if you can't do that, um, your sense of smell might help you. And there are some lovely oils uh, everybody obviously has their own preference, but for uh, for example, in, in aromatherapy, what, what I use uh, for nervous exhaustion, anxiety and tension with, you know, continuous stress where you, where you just, your adrenals are going over, over the top because you're, you think you're running from the saber-toothed tiger forever and a day. Um, so the, the most important, the I would say um, the most effective and the fastest working uh, for this part, this type is basil, bergamot, clary sage, thyme or pettigrain. And they also act very well for depression, um, emotional exhaustion um, and sort of the secondary oils would be chamomile, geranium, juniper and you don't drink it it's not gin it's a it's a you know essential oil to smell or rub onto your skin diluted with a bit of um, almond oil or sesame oil or coconut oil even um, lavender of course marjoram melissa and rosemary um, again all of those work well with depression as well uh, there you might want to add a little bit of camphor uh, and savory uh, could actually be quite nice for emotional exhaustion as well. And as a sort of the third choice would be benzoin, cedarwood, jasmine, neroli, rose, patchouli, sandalwood, and ylang-ylang. 
uh, for depression, you would probably add some frankincense as well, which is, oh, I love frankincense, one of my favorite. Um, so you have a, a nice choice there of uh, lovely scented oils. Again, you can just uh, put them in a diffuser or, um, you know, add it a little bit uh, to a bit of water and have a candle underneath an atomizer or something like that. On the other hand, you can mix them up a little bit with a, a bit of, um, as I said, sesame oil, even olive oil. If you're cooking with olive oil and you haven't got any other oil to hand, that's great. If you can eat it, you can put it on your skin. Uh, I think it was um, the actress Joan Collins uh, who was asked once um, what her beauty regime was because, I mean, however old she was, is, or was during the interview, um, she looked stunning, very, very good. And, I mean, she's way into her 70s, if not a little bit older. And um, she said she doesn't care what she uses as long as it's something that she can eat. So she was using organic sunflower oils. She said, I think when she was traveling, olive oil was the easiest to get hold of when she was traveling and, and working from hotel rooms and stuff. And she's quite right. If you can eat it, you can put it on your skin. She might not have gone as far as some other famous artists uh, and actresses particularly and done the auto... Um, Urotherapy, uh, which we discussed the other day, um, the other week rather. But it, yes, if you use your own urine, particularly in the morning, you can store it and then use it later. That's very good for the skin as well. Actually, it is one of the best things. And um, as we said at the time, the cosmetic industry knows about it and uses uh, urea in all the sort of, you know, anti-aging, uh, nourishing creams and ointments, it sells. And if you use somebody else's urine, you might as well use your own. But also that going back briefly to the stress and the auto-urotherapy, drinking your, your own urine will give you also extra strength, boost your uh, immune system. Um, and that way, uh, the happy hormones come back, the endorphins we're, we're going back to uh, will kick in better because the immune system is is being boosted uh, and hence you're not going to be as easily stressed as you might otherwise be. Right, back to the lovely, lovely oils. Actually, I just, I'm, I'm sitting here in my practice talking to you and I always have just a little bit of frankincense burning and it's just, oh, it's, it's heavenly. Naturally, I mean, just taking the example of frankincense, again, it is, it is a very emotive oil, um, which gets the happy hormones, the endorphins going. Um, hence, it is being used for, for depression. I use it uh, in reflexology to ground uh, a patient, for example. Uh, I use it on, on the feet. But also, it is an amazing antiviral, antibacterial, and antifungal um, oil. And by burning it um, in, in a you know, diffuser or whatever, or like in a church, you know, the smoke, uh, you're actually um, disinfecting the whole area of 
well, smells. That's why they started doing it in, in the churches. But also because of the viruses and the bacteria and everything, you know, uh, let's face it, in the olden days, people weren't uh, or didn't quite have as much access as we do now to showers and baths and things. And I, I think they probably didn't think it was that necessary, really. But uh, that meant when a lot of people got together, like for a church service, it was an interesting concoction of um, scents, really. So to make it not so overpowering and make sure that nobody you know, fell by the wayside with illnesses and things, particularly the priests, obviously, you had the, the burning of, of frankincense. Uh, the resin ground to a powder, and then we, we all know those those things that are being waved about. I can't think of the name at the moment. Um, with with the frankincense burning in, inside, and it's basically a disinfection of the church and of all the atmosphere in the church. But also, it made people feel happier. You know, kicking in the endorphins, looking at the brighter side of life, which reminds me of the life of Brian. But we won't go there. For those who know Monty Python, know what I'm talking about. Sorry. Um, and hence, frankincense is just lovely. It's one of my favorite, really. However, now, go back to stress and which oils to use. One of the problems with stress is also insomnia. You cannot switch off. And apart from the fact that um, specific uh, if you wake up at specific times um, of the night, not because you're used to getting up at a particular time or something like that, but waking up, you know, you go to bed, you go to sleep, you wake up at three o'clock and you go, oh, God, it's three o'clock. Yeah, every night I wake up at three o'clock, I'm awake for an hour and that's it. The body regenerates during the night mainly. Um, and hence, when it has a pro problem with regenerating a particular organ at three, it's, um, I think, the lungs, it will wake you because it's working so hard that you're, you're basically being aroused out of your deep sleep. So that is already, a, a, for us naturopaths, it's, it's a telltale sign. Uh, somebody wakes up at three o'clock regularly. Okay, we need to look at this particular organ. And hence, insomnia, that is part of it. If you wake up, stay awake for a while and possibly can't get back to sleep. And then the best oils for that are basil and thyme. Um, again, those are the primary oils. The secondary oils would be camphor, chamomile, juniper, lavender or marjoram. And the third would be narrowly rose, sandalwood and ylang-ylang. Now, I love sandalwood as well, and rose is just, just brilliant. And, you know, if you've got your own rose bushes in the garden, please don't spray them. Look after them, and just when they've opened to their, their full glory, pick them and eat them as a salad. They are so delicious, and it's great. The, all things you can do, I mean, you know, you can do jam and everything else, but I just love the time when we've got roses flowering, and they've they've come up out of the buds and they're they're really open in in their glory, um, and to just go out and pick some for lunch, it's wonderful. I mean, really, we are so lucky. I mean, 
I am so lucky living out here in Norfolk and we have an organic garden. It's, it used to be run, um, I used to do it on a Demeter principle, which is the biodynamic garden where you didn't use anything um, which was not natural to help the plants um, and you harvest it with, well, I still do actually, you harvest with the, um, the cycle of the moon and particular Sundays, etc. Um, it's, it's a cosmic type of gardening really and I can't wait when the trees are starting to push their leaves out because the time when you can just go in the garden and get the birch leaves or the lime leaves and um, beams it's it's just we have such a bounty and then just add a little bit of uh, for example a bit of soup nettle soup you know you take the the top of the um, the, the new growth about two or three inches of the new growth of a nettle use gloves of course and then you can blanch them quickly you, obviously you wash everything you can blanch blanch them quickly and and then mix them up but nettle if you just put them in a mixture or with a little bit of goat butter or something or even coconut oil um, and then mix that up and use it as a spread. It's so delicious, but also as a soup. And that in itself actually de-stresses you amazingly. If you go, uh, basically it's foraging, isn't it? So if you go in into the woods or into the garden, if you've got a garden, um, or even in London, I have patients who do a lot of gardening on their balcony. And even they have rose petals, salads, um, they won't have a nettle because in London you can't trust nettles, you see, you don't know what's happened to them. But, you know, they, they really enjoy that and the satisfaction in itself that you're eating something which Mother Nature has actually given you as a person almost, you know, here you go, it's there, it's fantastic. And the sense of well-being that comes across is, oh, you can't describe it. It's, it's priceless. It really is. And various of my patients, as I said, in London, and you might remember that I was talking to Julia Quilliam about it, who had helped to instigate the Brentford Sunday Market and uh, was talking also about the charity which teaches young unemployed people how to grow plants, herbs, particularly herbs um, and vegetables and things and how they they grow it in wasteland and then sell it in the local markets and how she was saying that they, they actually felt such an achievement where they had stress problems, anger problems and anger, don't forget, is actually the basis of stress. Um, Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It's the excess of stress, really. Um, and how, how they had really changed because A, they were learning something, they were outside, but the sense of achievement. And I think whether, for me, it's going out into the garden, into the open, uh, you know, like a day to, like today with glorious sunshine, foraging, looking for fresh dandelion leaves or, or dandelion flowers, you know, it's great. Or uh, violets, at the moment we have tons and tons of wild violets, all there are whole carpets of purple in in our in our grass and it's you almost don't want to walk on it because you're destroying or you're treading on these gorgeous tiny little perfect beings of, of violets with this glorious dark violet color but also the taste it's it is really intense and fresh and yeah it's paradise really now I know that living in a rural area, that's easy to say, but even in a city garden, you can have that. And even in a balcony, on a balcony, you can have that. You can have your little window boxes and plant the little seeds. Where I practice in London, as you know, I'm, I'm on a houseboat or I'm on a boat and there are lots of houseboats. And people grow chili plants and tomatoes and um, uh, strawberries and raspberries uh, on their houseboats. They even have little apple trees and, and cherry trees. It's, it's quite amazing. And you get quite excited for them, actually, when, when I see that, when I go around and, and, and I walk on, work on my boat. It's wonderful. And that is all because all... all the fruits and the leaves and things as you eat them they're all antioxidants but it's actually the action of doing it of caring for it you know preparing the, the window box or, or the flower bed or whatever planting the seeds or the saplings and and then watching them looking after them and then taking the joy of of picking the fruit or the leaves or the, the or the flowers and preparing something for you to eat with it or just take it like that you know it's it's it is just amazing and it's not just that the plants provide you with the antioxidants what happens in your body is actually also an antioxidant um, reaction with the cells because you're taking in a, a lot of for want of a better word, light, uh, vibration, light vibrations. And hence, it is all de-stressing. So that was um, the short story to the long telling. So back to insomnia, um, which is, is a bane. Part of our problem today with insomnia and, and stress is a lot of the time also the food we eat, and we're back to the food, sorry, I'm not hungry, I've already had supper. Uh, I hope you have too, or at least had lunch. Um, it's a lot of fast food is not as nutritious. A lot of uh, microwaved food, and a microwave is one of the 
banes of my life because people say, oh, yes, but I, I'm just too busy. I, I come back from work and I just sling it at something in the microwave, a ready meal. Or, and I'm thinking, oh, no, please don't. It, it only the minute you you take the time to go to the supermarket, get your ready meal, get home, stick it in the microwave um, and then eat it. Actually, if you'd just prepared something in the morning, like some vegetables, it just needs a little bit of organization. Some vegetables, stick them in the steamer, program the streamer for when you're going, you you know that you're coming back home after work or, you know, after you've been out or whatever. Um, program, the, program the steamer and, hey, presto, by the time you come home, you actually come home to a home which when you open the door, you already have the scent of food cooking um, and, you you know, you're already getting quite excited. But it's ready there for you. It's if your mum or somebody who really looks after you had been in to prepare it, but actually you'd done it and it wouldn't have taken that much longer. It's just you have to be organised about what you want to eat and then be organised enough to put it either in... in you know, in, in spring and summer and things, summer you probably eat salads and things that needs even less preparing. But uh, in spring, you know, you might still want something warm. So you steam. Uh, in winter, it you need something more sustaining. So a slow cooker. Again, it's it's just a question of preparing, getting the vegetables chopped and possibly some meat if you're a meat eater putting it on, putting it in the slow cooker, programming in the slow cooker, and by the time you come home, it's it can be all ready. Or you can program it so that, you know, 10 minutes after you come home, it's ready. It's not uh, rocket science, really. It's just you have to be organized. And one of the biggest stress points actually is being disorganized. And um, I'm a brilliant one for that, actually. If you're disorganized, you are bound to get more stress. By getting more organization into your life, you are going to be less stressed because everything is being, is being organized, for the want of a better word. Of course, life happens and there are lots of spanners thrown in the works. However, that's not such a drama in the end because if you're organized... You can accommodate that. If you're disorganized, it gets even worse, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. And then you really need the essential oils. Get that frankincense out. Or the rose. Jasmine? Oh, the sandalwood, and I'm off to sleep. Forget it. Right. For sudden stress, you know, major sudden things happening, um, the primary oil is basil. The secondaries are juniper, lavender, marjoram, peppermint, and the the third choice would be narrowly or rose. Or you know, you can always mix two or three oils together if that's what you wish, which is which is a good idea. Now, just a caveat for lavender. I <laughs> I had a lovely story actually. Um I had a patient who was very stressed and one of the recommendations was that she should take an hour twice a week in the evening for herself before she goes to bed and her 
her favorite scent was lavender. So I said, okay, fine, get yourself some uh, lavender essential oil, um, run your bath, good book, you know, a bit of music in the background, um, have something to drink, you know, nice chamomile tea or something, whatever you fancy, um, and put a few drops of lavender in your bath and soak in the bath 20 minutes, 40 minutes, and then just dry yourself, go to bed and forget the rest of the world. And after a few weeks, she came and said, you know, it's, it's working really, really well. The only problem is when I get out of the bath, I always almost keel over and faint. I just don't understand it. And this was at the beginning of, of my career as a naturopath. And I was going, all right, okay. Now, have you eaten before you went to have a bath? That's not a good idea. A hot bath on, on a full stomach, that's, that's always um, a no-no. So we were discussing, 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 and couldn't come up with anything. And I said, mm, it, oh, let's, let's just check your blood pressure again. And she said, oh, well, that's fine, actually. I just had it checked, and it's very low, and it always has been very low. And I went, oh, right, okay, no more lavender for you then. Lavender is a, an essential oil which drastically lowers blood pressure. So for somebody who already had low blood pressure, can you imagine you're lounging in, in, in the bath, uh, floating away, lovely and happy with lavender. You have, although you're hot and you feel as if your blood pressure is up, your pulse might be up, but your blood pressure doesn't necessarily. Now, because also you're in the bath, um, your pores open and the lavender's action, actually the lavender transcends the skin and does its thing, lowers the blood pressure. Ah, now you're trying to get out of the bath. You're not floating. You actually have to take responsibility and the weight of your entire body again. And the blood pressure just goes, oh no, you've just lowered me. Forget it, I'm in the feet, I'm not doing anything. Hence, you feel as if you're faint. So we recommended her to do something else. In the end, she actually took Epsom salt baths. Epsom salt is magnesium sulfate. And what does magnesium do? It is a nerve calmant. It nourishes the body. It detoxes. So no more than um, two Epsom salt baths a week, definitely. And um, uh, if you have it any more, you really ought to be checked with a naturopath um, and check that that's okay. The detox action is great. Uh, so as far as the detox is concerned, we could all probably jump in, a, in an Epsom salt bath or magnesium sulfate bath every day, the rate we're going, well, certainly I'm going. Um, but you also go to sleep very easily because it has a very calming influence. It is a nerve salt. And if you have cramp, for example, and you take magnesium, um, it, relief, it relieves the cramp. Uh, restless leg syndrome, for example, is great when you take magnesium. Tissue salts, magnesium tissue salts um, are given for cramp. Incidentally, cramp, again, is a stress-related condition. So, if you can't have lavender or, I mean, you know, you don't like any of the other oils, uh, use, use Epsom salt. 300 grams in a normal size, size bath. And again, you chill, relax. That is your time. And I promise you, 
stress, you'll come out of that bathroom and go, stress? What stress? Oh, yes, possibly. Vaguely remember it. And then you have an amazing night's sleep. Um, and as we were saying earlier on, insomnia is a problem of stress. What other things can you do? Yoga classes, yoga breathing. Uh, I know some people go running. I'm not a fan of running. Um, I always think it, it really um, causes a problem for the joints. And I, I am actually a really useless runner. My other half once said, good Lord, you bob up and down, but you're not running. Uh, so <laughs> that perhaps isn't my choice then. Uh, yes, too much of an effort, really. I like swimming. And um, I have here at, at the practice, I have a therapy pool with lots of salt in it. And so you float lovely. And because my mother doesn't go into the pool and she needs to do her physio in the pool, so she has hydrotherapy. I give her hydrotherapy almost every day, although today she's refused for some reason. And um, it has the 33 degrees centigrade, which I think is actually for me is a little bit warm, but she won't get in if it's lower than 31. Anyway, what other oils can we use? A general muscle relaxant oil is uh, balsam of juniper, basil, marjoram, spruce, wintergreen, all these mixed together. Uh, for example, the uh, balsam of juniper, 25 drops, 15 drops of basil, 10 drops of marjoram, 8 drops of spruce, 4 drops of wintergreen all mixed into, I would say, 30 milliliters of, yeah, almond oil or any organic oil you've you've got to hand. Please don't use any commercial baby oil. Uh, just a quick aside there, baby oils and a lot of other uh, oils are... Um, not necessarily vegetable-based oils. They are oils which have been refined, which uh, the, the processing of the refining is actually a side product or, yeah, a side product of, of making petrol. So uh, the commercial, commercially available baby oils are actually more a barrier to the skin rather than nourishing the skin. Um, so basically it coats the skin and doesn't let anything through, which, okay, up to a point, I suppose you might want if you're in the Arctic. You don't want the cold coming in um, and attacking your skin. So having that as a layer, uh, that's okay. Vaseline is, is an ideal thing for that, for example. But for nourishing your skin and wanting to have the, the beneficial effects of particularly oils, of essential oils, you need something that transcends the skin, which goes through the skin. And hence, an oil like sweet almond, um, olive, uh, sesame. And please don't make a mistake. Like, uh, I, actually, I had a patient, a new patient today, and uh, she said, oh, yes, I've got sesame oil in the kitchen. Um, I'll use that. And I said, well, uh, it's not roasted sesame. Uh, oil and she said yes exactly very nutty and very nice taste so I'll be using that and I said well no because it's not organic um, and it's been processed otherwise you wouldn't have 
it, have it roasted. So I, I think it'd be better if you just have raw, uh, cold pressed uh, organic sesame oil, if you can get hold of it, or I can give you some. She said, oh, is that not the same then? Um, and I just went, no, no, because, you know, you you get the, the oil from having taken the sesame seed and roasted it and then you mill it and then you s sort of warm it up so that it gives, gives, gives off the oil. Whereas with what we do with the raw cold pressed um, sesame oil, basically they take the seed, they press it cold and that's how you get your oil. Obviously, you have to take a lot more ordinary sesame seeds to get the get oil the same quantity of oil um as you do with a with a you know with a, with a refined fine one because the whole production of it is a slightly different i tell you i have lovely patients i love them to bits but they do surprise me every single time somehow which is which is great and that makes my job so exciting and that's why i think with patients I don't really get stressed. They they do the de-stressing for me, uh, which is wonderful. But I know that the majority uh, of you out there are not in that lucky position. I am aware that I'm very lucky on that one. Um, and so I can only say, do your breathing exercises or even go for a walk if you can. Obviously not in the dark during the day during light lunchtime if you have the chance at lunchtime from your office work to just get up and just walk around the block and try and see not the traffic jam but that lady with a funny dotted hat or that beautiful little daisy that's growing through the cracks of the pavement and things like that um, consciously making the effort to look for something funny, beautiful. And it might be beautiful to you, might not be beautiful but to somebody else. It doesn't matter as long as it's a benefit to you. And I think that's, that's really, really important and we always forget. And as we were saying in the last two programs, the pressure, and actually at Christmas, if you remember I was staying in the, um, in the spa hotel uh, in East Germany and they were saying the stress and how people needed to deal with it because the pressure of the economic situation at the moment is so much on us that yes we'd rather work through our lunchtime than the boss thinking that oh they've gone off to lunch they're taking their hour to lunch that's not good. Bosses need to realize that if they're pushing their staff too much, they're not getting the benefit of their work. We all know if we've had a good night's sleep or we've been away even for a quarter of an hour from our desk and walked around outside, got a bit of air, you know, um, into our system, it is much better we come back and, yeah, you know, it's, you can take things on easier and things flow faster and flow better. Less mistakes are made. It was very interesting. Um, when I was little, we lived for a 
for some time in the Italian part of Switzerland. And there was always nothing happened from 12 till three. That was it. Siesta. Great. Lovely. We kids absolutely adored it. Um, and then as even to the Italian part and to Italy, the modern lifestyle came. Lunchtime got shorter and shorter until even official offices decided, no, we're not going to have siesta anymore. Um, we're going to read. Now, they did that in Spain as well. It was a sort of Europe-wide thing. And they found in Spain that um, the sickness rate rose dramatically by almost 50%, that the achievement dropped by 40%, uh, and, you know, the quality of work. And I found that very, very interesting because it shows that we all, we all have a low after lunch or lunchtime as it is, not necessarily having had a huge lunch, but, you know, uh, at lunchtime, our systems are made to have a rest. So the Spanish are actually the ones who then reintroduced the siesta. And if you go to Spain now to Madrid or somewhere, between, I think it's one and four, nothing happens. All the offices are closed. The shops are closed. Everybody goes and has a lovely lunch, leisurely lunch, has a rest, and then they go back to work reinvigorated. And that's why the southern countries or people from the southern countries are actually a lot more laid back. Okay, they can be very excitable. I mean, you know, an Italian gets very excitable about things. Um, but they're actually a lot more relaxed about things. And it is that part, because they have that break during the day, during their work day. And that's, um, as, as somebody was saying the other day, uh, up to a point in, in France, French work less hours, but have the same amount of quality work and achievement as the Brits. Um, and that is saying something. So it's really worth looking at it. If you're stressed, you do not work at your best. Um, if you're not stressed, you work faster, you work better. So I think we ought to bring back the siesta, really. 12 to 4, uh, okay, we have to work a little bit longer than 4 to 7, but, you know, not that bad. And a de-stressed lifestyle, wouldn't that be a lot better? We get more done, things would be more beneficial, and we'd have time to do a bit of gardening in the office, perhaps. Why not have a window box in the, in the office? I think that's a good idea. Anyway, on that note, I hope you haven't got too stressed listening to me. Um, we shall talk about things Easter and, again, food-related, naturally, being a naturopath, food combinations, etc. But I might just have a little surprise for you as well. So, if you would like to um, know anything, I will put the breathing exercise on the blog and also some of the oils for de-stressing and about the magnesium and of course very, very important vitamin B complex and folic acid is very important if you do get stressed. It is again a nerve vitamin. 
So I shall put all that on the blog, foxborough at tumblr.com, and I'll spell that for once again for you. F for Foxtrot, O for Oscar, X for X-Ray, B for Bravo, U for Uniform, R for Romeo, G for George, H for Harry, at T for Tango, U for Uniform, M for Mamba, Mama, sorry, B for Bravo, L for Lima, R for Romeo.com. And I'd love to hear from you. Please send me emails at isabel at foxborough.co.uk. And again, I'll spell that. I for India, S for Sierra, A for Alpha, B for Bravo, E for Echo, L for Lima, L for Lima, E for Echo at Foxborough, F for Foxtrot, O for Oscar, X for X-Ray, B for Bravo, U for Uniform, R for Romeo, G for George, H for Harry, .co.uk with Dr. Isabel's rants in the subject line, please. I'd love to hear from you. Get those emails coming. And as always, and this is a real big de-stress, go, spin, hug a tree, all barefoot, of course. Speak to you soon. Take care. You're simply Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.